Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Channel Zero Butcher's Block, Episode 1. It is called Insidious Onset. Full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, I doubted myself there because it's episode 1, because it's an anthology show. Yeah, yeah. But... Do, do we do a spoiler-free bit on this? I can't remember what we did last season. I can't remember what we did either. Uh, I think we did a spoiler-free section. We'll do spoiler-free for a bit, right? We'll, we'll give you a warning before spoilers. <laughs> Right, we're backtracking already. We're thirty yeah. seconds in. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what we did last time because obviously we only usually do it for pilots and premieres of new shows. But with an anthology where each season's a new thing, maybe it's worth a little bit. Of, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you I could you could be jumping onto this show. You could be going, hey, it's a new season. It's a new story. Should I check it out? How likely is someone to click in this though? If if they if they're like if they weren't interested in the first two, like I feel there's a very narrow margin of people who will actually go looking for a review of the new season before they just try it. Uh, there might be, yeah. Because I feel like the most likely option is that they've heard the first two were good, they see the new one start and they think, oh, I'll jump on this new one, because it's new. Yeah, it could be, although they maybe they liked the first season, didn't like the second one, and then we're like, oh, well, I'll see how this one is. Ah, uh, yeah, that's possible. That's... <laughs> Anyway, so this is the third season of Channel Zero, and this one came quite quick, because there was a year between the first two, which is normal, obviously, but this one came four months, three months, four months? Well, after we must have finished it in about, what, November, the last one? It started in October, right? Or did it finish in October? I think it started late September, that one, and then finished like early November, give or take. Right. Uh, so, yeah, f- four months, maybe. Yeah, so we were shocked. We knew it had been renewed for two more seasons, but I think they realised, hey, these six-episode seasons that we've already got two more renewed for, we might as well start pumping them out if they're ready to go. So yeah. so here we are, Butcher's Block. Um, so that's the plot of this one, uh, at least from what we've seen so far, is uh, two sisters move to this city that's got this area called Butcher's Block, which is referred to as a dead zone. It's basically an area where... Uh, once upon a time, the the processing meat factories and plants were like you know the, the thriving part of the community. But when they all kind of died down, the area, the surrounding area, just kind of became like these slums, the low income areas where no one really yeah, had any it's, it's schools. Yeah, it's the same as anything. any like, like a mining town where. But then the mine dries up, so you're kind of left with all these people there. That, that's exactly what they actually say in the episode. That's what it compares it to as a mining town. Yeah. Uh, so they come here, but of course there's something creepy and weird going on. Uh, there's a park in the middle of the town which is basically overgrown, so now it's basically it's just a forest, <laughs> essentially in the middle of a city. And there's something creepy going on in there involving staircases and a little child-sized thing with a red coat. Uh, very don't look now, actually. Uh, that wasn't a red coat and don't look now, but it's, it was like a ye- yellow raincoat I think in that movie. But it was a very similar kind of image from memory. But yeah, so creepy things are happening, and I feel like that's all you can say, spoiler-free-wise, in terms of the creepy things, because they're all kind of random and... Yeah, they don't necessarily connect so much right now. Yeah, I think the main thing to note is that it's uh, there's people going missing. Like, there's people yes. from the surrounding area going missing, uh, and that's the whole big thing. But um, typically from this butcher's block, because so no one really cares. Yeah, it's from this particular area. Uh, anyone who wanders in there at night in particular seems to uh, be vanishing. Uh, and again, the, the, all, all the, the, the big main plant is the, the peach family plant. Uh, uh, and I actually forgot because you see, oh, oh, you see, like when it shows you the building, there's like a big bit of like art for the face of like the, the owner. And I was like, oh yeah, I vaguely remember Rutger Hauer was like cast in this. Yeah, mm. there he is. He's 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 Mr. Peach. So, um, so that's what's going on. And then the sisters who have moved here, they've got went to like a this that's a boarding house basically. It's just this this woman's renting out a room, 
uh, yeah. or a couple of rooms for the sisters, and one of them has uh, issues. We sort of get, get throughout the episode that there's like a history of mental illness. Their mother uh, is in a hospital, and the the older sister is dealing with the drug addiction problems, and it's the younger sister who is now a social worker who's going to work in the city. Uh, and that's why they've moved here. So that's kind of the setup for it, and it leads to like a kid being missing that she's involved with, and then they go kind of looking for the kid in Butcher's Block, and of, as you would imagine, shenanigans ensue. Uh, so obviously, I can actually just ask the question: Did you like it in this case? Because it is a new story. So how did you feel about the first episode? Of- uh, no, I, I liked it a lot. I, I thought the, the two sisters were interesting the way they played off each other, a bit unconventional compared to what the show has done before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll apologise right now. Connor's audio quality is a little bit on the uh, the rough side. His internet's doing some wacky things. We actually waited for about half an hour, hoping it would uh, smooth yeah. out. But uh, here we here we be. Um, but yeah, yeah no, I I thought it was I thought it was good. I don't think it's grabbed me as quickly as the previous first episodes. That's fair. It's I think especially uh, season two's first episode that was yeah maybe the high point of the season unfortunately in in the you know the going through the house oh i disagree with that no okay for me that that remains the the highlight oh no episode, episode three last year or last season was the i mean it was last year but it was yeah but it was four months ago so it feels weird saying <laughs> it was last year and uh, no, episode three for me was the i think the highlight and i like the emotional story it ended up being and i can see that we're, we're getting kind of getting a similar path here where we've got these sisters they're having a kind of rough time with their family that the, the sister's scared of what's going to happen to her and you can tell there's going to be like an emotional core again uh to whatever the story is going to be I think in terms when I say that I mean in terms of just the horror of it, mm. I think this isn't as strong as the others. But I feel like it's it's sent things up to build. Whereas for me, like I said last season, the, the the horror and creep was never matched as that first episode. So here I'm hoping, oh no, we can go up from here. Okay, I th- I feel like I feel like the l- l- last season, yeah, it, it threw a lot of the creepier imagery at you probably earlier on uh but it, it went for more of a just an unsettling kind of tone for it a did, lot of the yes. rest of it um season one had a lot you know candle cove that had a lot of uh creepy stuff uh in fact I, i'd criticize there's, there's something you see towards the end of the episode in this one uh which I, i'm actually going to criticize is a lamer version of the tooth child yeah no that's fair uh it, so, it did feel a little bit like an attempt to recapture that it did because it was the first thing that came to my mind as well. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing, but this isn't as good. I almost wonder if it was the same, uh, like, the, the the actor who was in the suit in season one. Uh, I wonder if they got yeah. them back. It's like, hey, we've got an old job for you. Do you want to come wear a suit? Well, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> and you know, you'll, you'll be get, get an old job. Uh, but, so that's going on. There's some creepy, like, kids stuff, and there's people going missing. Uh, I feel like it wasn't as... I mean, it, it's focused in the sense that it sets up the, its characters in a really focused way. But it felt less focused in the sense where last was okay. Characters go inside the house and it's just okay. We just start with yeah, the weird I, stuff. I, I say, it's it's definitely strong in what it's doing with its characters, but the actual mystery is a bit vaguer. Like we know, okay, there's people going missing. We know there's a, a stairway to nowhere, but we don't really know what's happening at all yet. I I, I have kind of a theory, but it's not like it's not yeah. super set in stone or anything at this point because I mean there's not a lot to go on they, no they haven't given us too much information they they kind of address no no it's just some urban legends right now and yeah that's it 
Yeah. Um, so, so no. That, that, that can, I mean, to, to sort of give, give the spoiler-free kind of thoughts on it. Uh, the, the actress she's playing the sisters already. I was actually, I was wondering, Alice, the, the younger sister who's the social worker, I, I was wondering what I'd seen her from before. Because she seemed there was something very familiar about her. Uh, she was actually the younger sister in It Follows. Uh, she looked very different because she had like bigger hair and she had like glasses on the whole time. But mm. I knew I recognised her. So that's what she's from. Obviously, Rutger Hauer's in there. Um, the other sister, when I looked her up, uh, she, she was in an episode of Community and she was credited as a girl. So clearly, I don't think she's had any meaty roles. Uh, no, I'm just looking now because I felt like I recognised her more than the other one. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just looking here. She was in Teen Wolf, which I've never watched, but my girlfriend watches it, so I'll have just seen her in that at some point, probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's... Like, she seems to have a main role in that. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so that's that's kind of the setup, um, and that's that's what the episode is. Um, I'm curious. I, I like the setting. I like the whole idea of the the, the sort of area that's became kind of dead. Because yeah. of just because of the the business that made it thrive in the past is just gone. Um, it's very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, in fact, if anything, so far, I mean, there's no, not been any like Chainsaw Wheel the Maniac shit, but it feels kind of Texas Chainsaw meets, uh, like I said, uh, Don't Look Now. It feels like it's those two combined with a uh, like all the past two seasons with just a little touch of Silent Hill just to give yeah. it that evenness. I, I do like the dichotomy of the, the dead urban area combined with a fo- uh, a, just a forest, essentially. Mm. And that you can kind of just switch between those at will. I feel like there's there's something they can play with there quite nicely. Yeah, no. It, it, there's, there's, there's interesting things they play with. Uh, like I say, it didn't catch, capture much the last pair of premiere episodes. I, I think um, last year especially, but then season one as well, I think, the, you know, the Tooth Child, there was, there was, there was more... Like oh man! In, in terms of the the horror and the mystery and grabbing you, absolutely. I think yeah. this might be this might, the strongest in terms of the characters, though. Uh, yeah, probably. That's probably true. Which, but funnily enough, I don't think that's as like, it's not I, as inherently interesting, is yeah, it? Yeah, I think the, the characters ended up being really strong in season two. I really like the characters, and I like where the story ultimately went. Uh, but I think they made the right choice in grabbing me with the style and the horror first, and then letting them develop. Uh, this, b- by its nature, felt like it was more drama for a lot of the episode, and then some creepy stuff little towards little the end. Here and there, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, no, it wasn't all towards the end. There was some stuff sprinkled throughout, but it was, like most of the like the most standout horror moment was by far towards the end. It was. Uh, so with that, I will give a spoiler warning. So full spoilers for the uh, first episode of season three of Channel Zero, uh, which is Butcher's Block. Uh, so yeah, the standout horror moment was by far. Uh, so so early on in the episode, Alice from our like our, our co-worker who's like sort of training her in the area, uh, like tells her this story about people going missing in the park and how oh, there's these like rumors, there's these myths and legends of uh, staircases to nowhere, and you shouldn't look at them, you shouldn't hang around, you should turn away and go the other direction, and whatever you do, absolutely do not go up the staircase. You yeah. you, you run. Um, but Zoe like th- sees the little like, creepy kid with the red jacket, and it's got, got like a mask on. At least it looks like a mask, and she thinks it's the missing kid that they're looking for, the kid that went missing when she was on the social call. Because the sisters go out to Butcher's Block, even though she's been told do not go out there alone, and certainly not at night. But Zoe, not knowing what the kid looks like, think this might be the missing kid, uh, young Lizzie maybe, whatever her name was, and she she chases her off into the into the park. And the staircase is there. And when she gets... And the, 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 the child is eating something. And when it turns around, 
it's got this like evil baby face. Yeah. And by pretty good moment. Yeah, and by far that was the standout moment for me of the episode. That was the oh, this is creepy as shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I did like you know, you know the start where when she's being told the story of the staircase, mm. and the the little kid's got the um you know the the, the meat tenderizer hammer. Ah, the little meat mallet. Aye. Yeah, yeah, and and just charges at the guy. I'm sure there's a, probably a, a technical official Ten- term for that. Tenderizer. That hammer. I'm is sure that, that's is that? It. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm, well, well, I don't know. You know, I, I, you're making me doubt myself now. I thought that's what it was. Yeah, well, I, I don't know what the, the official term is. It's a meat yeah. mallet, as far as I'm concerned. But <laughs> but when he just charges it with it, I was, yeah, that's that's pretty effective. It, it, as well as like it, it links it to the the butcher's stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, yeah. I expect some butchering to be going on because uh, yeah. because my theory right now is that because obviously the the landlady who's a bit eccentric has been investigating things because her brother went missing years ago and just kind of you know disgruntled and like, nah, 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 hate you people i don't want kids go away uh, i think that that stuff's going to be a bit too obvious of oh i don't want kids i don't like kids and then it's like but you know by the end that she'll basically be the surrogate mother oh sure yeah yeah probably i don't really think about it but that's probably true uh but she's explained, oh, like, there's people, uh, you know, there's rumours of these people showing up, like, people seeing, like, all the, all the family members, but they, they should all be dead by now, and they shouldn't look the same age, and obviously this is we get the, the sort of backstory for Rutger Hauer, where he's, like, you know, Joseph Peach, is the head of the whole thing, and he was maybe a bit of a sick bastard who was really into all these awful things. And, of course, at one point, Alice ran into him in the woods at night when she was trying to find the kid. And it was, it was just kind of cryptic and sort of pleasant almost in a, a creepy kind of way. Yeah, he talks about how there's there's two worlds. There's the one that you see and the one that he remembers. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, of course, Zoe, after being terrified from her, her encounter with the staircase and the kid, and then, of course, the, the meat demon, I'll call him. <laughs> sure, why not? So good a name as any. Te- I mean, technically, uh, until you see his head, I'd be like, oh, he's just kind of like a strip, as like, if the skin's been ripped off someone. But then the head's got this weird kind of like bit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's meat, I guess. But yeah, so I've, that, that, that was a little bit of a thud for me because it was like, oh, okay, this, this, the tooth, tooth trail was better. The thing is, it looks fine. It does. But it's because they've already done this creepy thing with the tooth child, which was much better. It looks okay. I wouldn't. Uh, like, like I said, it looks fine. It's not good, but it's fine. It yeah. really works. But yeah, the kid was much more creepier. Overwhelming because of that. Yeah, the kid, the kid was by far creepier. Uh, yeah. But Rutger Hauer shows up at the end as well with a bus stop. That's kind of the end. Uh, where did you notice how he phrased it? Where he's like, "Oh, my name is Joey. What's your name?" She's like, "I'm Zoe." I'm like, "Well, that rhymes." <laughs> and, yeah. and then he goes, "Well, it's nice to meet you." Yeah, yeah. I I can't wait for the glorious puns. Meat puns are plenty. I I cannot and wait. There has to be, and if they don't, it's a missed opportunity. So, so my theory right now, anyway, is that obviously there's maybe some interdimensional things going on, or like again, world you see, world you don't. Like it's another plane of existence, but they kind of yeah. pop out into the real world at times. That whatever, I think they are feeding on the like all the people who go missing, like they're the forgotten, or the people that no one cares about. You know, the people who aren't going to be cried over or really yeah, looked they're into. They're making them into burgers. It's essentially, yeah, they're eating them. I, I, yeah. I, well, I say eating them. They are feeding on their souls or whatever you want to put it. Like, except yeah. when we visually see that, it will be it will appear as actually having meat chopped up. We're going to we're going to have the big you know cleaver. We're going to have all that. I have no doubt. That'll be the fun stuff once we get into all that. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, 
So are we thinking Zoe goes missing then, and then Alice has to try and find her? Is, is that the... Yeah, probably, because Alice is the one that's worried about everything happening to her, and it will maybe this will be a trigger, and she, or mm. she'll think it's a trigger, and she'll panic and overreact because of it. And then when she starts investigating and seeing all these crazy things, she'll think it's because she's going insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, I mean, we already see that uh, Zoe's thinking that, but she thinks it's because she's off the meds or yeah. whatever. Uh, so, yeah, they'll be playing with that. I- I'm curious to see how that that, that, that develops. Because, like, obviously, we had such a good character story at the, the core of uh, of No End House, where it became this thing about uh, this this friendship kind of reigniting because, like, you know... Yeah. Um, so I- I'm curious to see how, the- how they bond over this and how this maybe helps their fears and... It helps them get a grip on I th- reality. I think that could be potentially the season's biggest problem, and that it might feel derivative of season two because, yeah, okay, they, they're, they're sisters this time instead of friends, and they've got different issues. But I feel like the end game is ultimately okay. They're going to become closer. I can see. I can see one of them dying. Okay. No, I mean, I'd, I'd be happy for that. I think because that'd be more interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can see like. I can almost see Alice sacrificing herself for Zoe, and Zoe, Zoe, kind of getting stable because of it, and like sort of like you know, you know, taking it to heart and having yeah. that, having that, that experience kind of inform who she's going to be or whatever. I, I definitely think that's the more interesting option. I yeah. just worry that I can see the potential for them to go down the same route as. No, as I can the see it as well. No, I can see it as well. I'm, I'm just, I'm suggesting other things because. I find it hard to believe they would just do the same kind of that, That's the thing. thing Good writers will have gone, hey, we just did that. We'll do something different. And maybe they're just leading this on now and you know, so that they can subvert expectations, make us think it's going to be derivative, and then go, oh, no, look, it's something completely different. Yeah. Uh, but hey, so so that, that was basically the thing. I, I did like the, the moment where both uh, Alice and the social worker guy get like trapped in the room. And there's just a scream, and then the, both the mother and the daughter are just missing. I kind of I like yeah. that moment. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the uh, the cops who are kind of comic relief. Yeah, well, they're, at they're least just... at least the one guy is the, the guy with the big sideburns. He's comic relief. <laughs> yeah, but the cops in general, they're just trying to they're overplaying the dead area a bit. Of ah, eh, we don't care. They've just done a runner. Uh, they like, you've got two social workers here going. No, no, we heard her scream. And then we're gone, and they just go, eh, whatever. Oh yeah, no, I get the point of the scene. The point of the scene is that even the police don't really care about this area. No, exactly, I get it, but I think it's a bit overdone. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The the main cop was because um, because the, the, the social worker's like, oh, as in because like, he sees his name, he's like, oh, that name is like, oh yeah, he's my father. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, who's his father? What? What? <laughs> who's he related to? It's a big deal around here. Uh, yeah, we don't really learn, do we? Yeah, uh, I'm actually I'm glanced. Oh. It doesn't actually tell him in the credits. I, I see who his father is in the credits in terms of his name. Uh, so I think he's the police chief, just going for the IMDb credits. All right, fair enough. So presumably he's just well-known in the town for, for that reason. Makes sense. I feel like there would be. It seems to be a relatively small town. Yeah. Um, but hey, so, so that, that that was the first episode. of. Uh, that and uh, we, we do have the crazy woman as well. Who keep oh, yeah, that, that was... Uh, that was a bit forced for me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I feel like it was okay the first time, and but then when she's popping back up, I'm like, eh, okay. Which is funny actually, because I, I actually, I almost feel that like the second appearance is better, 
but it would be even better if the first appearance didn't happen. I agree. Because because they, they do this whole thing which comes up and they think it's the landlady and it's not her and she's like oh do you have scissors and she keeps asking for scissors and it's like that's really weird why is she asking for scissors because yeah, she's, she's like, I want to cut off the bandages and obviously she's yeah. wearing gloves but like, yeah. nothing and then she shows up later outside the house that uh, the, the kid went missing from she's got like blood all over her, her arms and wrists and she's like I cut the bandages off it's fine and then she says hey why why are you uh, why why are you all tied up like that. I can I, I can cut off the restraints and she starts coming towards her face with the scissors. Um, that scene on its own worked fine. I, I felt like the, the first scene though, where she kept saying saying that, I'm like, I felt like it was trying to be creepy but not in an obvious way. But it was so transparent that it felt too obvious. And anyway, yeah, if that, that makes sense. That, that's the thing. I liked the first part where they just think that she's the landlady. The scissors bit, I can take a leave. The second part, I think, is actually a really good moment, but it's ruined by the earlier part. <laughs> Yeah, it's, just, it's kind of strange. There's a couple of moments where it feels like it's trying a bit too hard, and then you get the meat thing, the meat guy that looks a bit or feels and moves a little bit too much like the tooth child from season one. So that feels a little yeah. bit derivative. Uh, I wonder if if it is you know two worlds, two dimensions. Is the the creepy woman uh, you know is she seeing both of them? That'd be interesting. So, you know, she's, she's she's tied up because you know all right they've marked her, they've got her picked off already basically. That that would be more interesting than she's just crazy. Uh, yeah. Same with um, like if, if if all the crazy things that uh, like various characters have seen, if that's just glimpses of the other world rather than just people going insane. Yeah, that that that'd be more interesting, I think, and it, it would make us, you know, it, it would make, like cause it, it would mean it would give us a grounded set of rules, even though it seems kind of haphazard right now. Yeah. Uh, no. Which I'd like, uh, you know, Definitely. I like rules when it comes to the, the, these sort of supernatural things. Mm. Uh, that said, horror can get away without as many rules sometimes because if it's just creepy enough, uh, it, it, it can. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter, does it? If as long as it works. Yeah, to a point. To a point. Uh, so, some stories. You are a stickler for rules in most of your media, though. Well, well, no, because uh, only when it comes to uh, science fiction and supernatural stuff. Yeah. Because other stuff just has normal life rules that, that's true but uh, uh, referring to things like when we're, we're in horror where a lot of it is supernatural you like rules I, don't, I like rules they can be anything you want as long as there's rules as long as they're consistent with themselves yeah, yeah if it feels like they're just throwing things around and there's nothing it's just no, like no. oh no it's just we just had this happen because we felt like that'd be a cool scene okay yeah. but why is it happening well, well the, 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 does that jive with everything else we've seen of said villain or whatever like, yeah. and, and that's the thing. So far, everything feels random. It doesn't contradict anything. Like no, nothing works against anything inherently, but it's just a lot of different things right now. Yeah, but I can kind of see how it can come together. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like random in the sense that uh, oh, they're, they're just throwing out shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Oh, it, no, no, no. It, it feels like no, no, no. There's a there's a game plan here. We're just kind of like starting to scratch yeah, the we, surface. We just... We're not, we're not seeing what the game plan is yet, which is, yeah. I think, different to the previous seasons where we kind of knew the rules a bit more going in. Did we? I, I feel like we did. Uh, you know, I feel like we're knowing house. Okay, we know that this is the house. We know this is what it does. And and we kind of figured that out quite quickly. Uh, with the first yeah, season, but on the we... first episode, it wasn't until episode two where we really got the whole, we're inside this fake world and... Oh, all that stuff. That, 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 that was fair. episode two. We really kind of started to latch onto that. No, oh, okay. I thought it was the end of the first episode, but maybe I'm misremembering. 
because there was I remember there was a debate at the end of the first episode as to like are they in the house are they out the house but we didn't have like a clear set of like okay what what, what are the the workings of this what, no, no what, that's fair um, whereas you know, season one was much clearer where okay no there's a TV show okay it's clear what's going on here that was that was a bit more obvious from the offset I, I feel like clear doesn't mean what you think it means but go on. <laughs> oh, but how does it not. <laughs> Because it's it's too weird to be clear from the get go. Oh no no the the imagery of the the tooth child and things were were too weird to be clear. But the actual goings on to do with the TV show itself were a bit more obvious at the time. Well, so in episode one, you recall being sure that it was making kids like go after and kill people. Not necessarily that it was going after and killing people, but like you know the the general ideas, not the specifics. Whereas here, I don't really know what's going on yet. I know things are happening, but I have nothing to link them. We, we're going, oh, okay, maybe there's two worlds, dimensions, but I don't really know anything yet. I don't think this is this. I mean, I, I think this is the weakest premiere out of the three seasons, but I don't necessarily think the overall premise is any more vague than, say, season one was. Fair enough. Maybe it's my memory color. I, I, I think from that... my memory, this is a bit vague. I think the TV show thing is a simpler idea to latch onto as a core thing to like build upon, but it wasn't really any more than that in the first, at least not from what I remember, where we got a sense of what it was actually doing or what, what the effect was or, you know, how it mm. tied into the backs, because we kept getting flashbacks to, you know, the we brothers did, as yeah. kids and like, oh, what does that mean? Like, why, well, you know, what does this have to do with later? We know I, I, kid... I think as, as a concept, it's easier to grasp, so you get an idea quicker, whereas here I'm like, okay, stuff's happening, but that's yeah. about it. I have no other than okay. Uh, this this guy is involved in the meat plant. I don't really know what's happening. Well, yet. people are going missing. You know that. Well, sure, but that's that's not enough for me. People are going missing. Well, of course, it's not more. enough yet. Is this a complaint now? Have we, have we turned this into a complaint? I, uh, no, not necessarily. <laughs> but I, I feel like it, it's just a little too vague. But that, that's taste rather than objectively bad. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not too fussed about being vague. As much as I still do think it's the weakest of the three premieres, I, the vagueness of the premise so far isn't my problem, really. It's, it's more... Uh, I, I like the episode. That's, that's, I don't want to uh, sound down yeah. on it. Uh, it's just, compared to the first two, they did more to grab me and like sort of suck me into the world and be like, okay, I'm invested, I'm, I'm creeped out, I'm like, what's, what's going on? Uh, whereas here... There's a few things like the the knife, the, the scissor lady at times, like the, the meat thing where I'm just kind of like, okay, these feel a little bit just like we're going through the motions of what Channel Zero is supposed to do, rather than actually going, here's something new that's going to creep you out. No, that's true. I, I, like I said, I, that was an objective thing of, uh, I'm not sure it was enough for me in that sense, but I still like the episode, but because of what it's doing with the characters, I do like the characters you and that anchors the foot. Do, you mean subjective, not objective? Yeah, I do. Yeah, because that's. I got it right a minute sense. ago. Yeah, but it's, 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 I'm just pointing out because someone's going to comment saying that made no sense. You're right, it didn't. <laughs> I got so caught up in my previous sentence that I, I got the wrong one. But yeah. my point was, I like the episode because of the characters and the the moments of horror that do work. But it's not quite enough yet. Yeah, but hey, we'll see. We'll see uh, what episode two brings next week. Yes. Uh, but it does, it does have some of those creepy vibes. It does have some really cool moments. Um, it's just maybe not hitting it as out of the park as quickly as season two or one did, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, so, uh, so that that is us. Uh, that is me. And over the uh, the old phone is Connor because that's kind of what it sounds like a little is it, bit. Has it been that bad the whole time? It's been up and down a little bit. It's not been. 
I really don't know what the problem here is. It's really annoying me that I can't just fix it. At its best, I can still kind of hear a little bit of distortion, you know, a bit of that digital distortion. You see the bit mm. rate is a bit low. Uh, I don't know what's going on. We were planning recording something else right after this. We might push that till later just to let your internet. Yeah, I think we might have to clear up and whatnot. Uh, but hey, uh, if, if anything sounds like you're coming through through an old phone, uh, it's, it's creepy. It adds to the vibe. Adds to the vibe of Channel Zero. Why not? Uh, but hey, so that, that that is Charles Zero, uh, Butcher's Blog, episode one. Let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all the usual stuff. Uh, get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz. If you want to support the show and the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. There'll be a link in the description. You can do that. But otherwise, that is it. So thank you once again for watching. Uh, we'll see you next time. Keep watching TV. Have you got any vanilla?